All right, I think we're going now. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Today is February 23rd, and today is just going to be um, Q&A with me, um, you know, because I know you guys uh, love to ask questions. <laughs> so here's your chance to ask questions and get them answered and for me to give you, um, yeah, just pick my brain and give you guys my best advice when it comes to anything really with your business. So um, I'm just going to get right into it. I'm going to go back both Team Fireway and Team Let Your Light Shine. You guys asked some really great questions. So um, first one was, what was your biggest change in your life as soon as you started really working the business? Um, so for me, I think the biggest change that I had to make when I first got started with coaching were the time sacrifices. Um, I, you know, usually came home from work and would hang out with my husband and my dog. And when I first uh, started coaching, I really had to use that time after work to um, put towards my business. Um, along with that, I sacrificed time going out on weekends with my friends and would, you know, stay home and work on my business instead. Now, I'm not saying that you need to be like a total recluse in order to like build your business, but that was just the sacrifice that I made um, in order to push my business forward because I had big goals. I wanted to quit my job. I hated working there. I wanted to do whatever I could to um, make that happen as soon as possible. So that's what I did. And I really think that no matter, you know, what your goals are, you don't need to you know, have to want to quit your job in six months, but you know, whatever goals you have in this business, I think it takes some level of sacrifice with your time. So, um, that can be kind of hard. You know what I mean? Like we all like to, um, spend time doing things we love and want to do or whatever, but I mean, sometimes it's hard. You've got to push that aside and remember that the temporary sacrifice is going to help you reach your long-term goals. So that was one of my first big things that I had to change for sure. When I first got started with my business. Um, okay. So, um, how did I build a su successful relationship with my success partner? How did you and Emma start out in the beginning that helped you grow into such a strong partnership? Um, yeah, so Emma and I became success partners pretty actually soon into my coaching business. I think I'd been a coach for maybe three months or so. I was an emerald. She was a diamond. Um, and you know, we connected because we both saw each other kind of popping up on the leaderboards. You know, both of us were hitting success club. You know, she had hit diamond. I had been emerald. Like I said, she was participating in the team page, going to events, same events I was going to. And I found out that we really were kind of going the same place. We both had really big goals with our business. We both wanted to quit our jobs by the end of or by summertime. Um, and so I think that even though we didn't, weren't really close friends at the beginning, like we were both we saw that we both were going the same place. And I think that that's what helped us form such a strong bond. Um, because, you know, having somebody that's going the same place you are and having somebody to keep you accountable and getting there, I mean, um, it, it's really great. And I think that that's what helped us form our relationship, finding somebody who has similar goals as you. Obviously, Emma is a mom and I'm not, you know what I mean? So like there's some really big differences in our story, how we both got started with Beachbody or, you know, some of our long-term goals, but generally we both were all in we were both business builders we were both committed to never giving up on this and quitting that was just not an option we both um you know we're like i said moving towards the same place so i think that that's something that really can help you form a good relationship and bond with your success partners being on the same page with their goals um i just yeah, I think that you can help each other so much more when you guys are both on the same page with that you know, if one of you is like pushing for being a top 10 coach and one of you just doesn't even want, you know, is like sort of kind of halfway in with this, like that's not going to work, right? I mean, that's an extreme example, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, and there's another part to that question. 
Um, how did Emma and I start out in the beginning that helped us grow? You know, one thing that we did do was we would have weekly calls or check-ins with each other. Um, I think that that helped a lot. And something that we've just recently been doing, which, I mean, I know that's not the beginning of when we first got started, but what we've recently been doing is um, sharing with each other every morning our one main focus for the day. Because, um, you know, I have struggled a lot, you know, recently over the last couple of months with, like, being overwhelmed with everything, with my personal life, my, my business, you know, whatever. I'm sure you guys all can relate to some some degree, right? Being overwhelmed with all the shit you got to get done. Um, so we've really started to embrace this concept of having one thing to focus on. Along with our vital behaviors, you know, we have one thing that we really want to get done each day. And that, I think, has helped us both in not getting overwhelmed and knowing that, okay, we're not going to check off you know, everything that we want to check off on our list today, or even this week or this month, and that's okay. But just have one goal that you want to achieve every day, and make that happen. And that will give you the momentum to do it again the next day and get your next thing checked off your list. You know what I'm saying? So we've been checking in with each other. And actually, today, I did one for my personal, you know, me personally, and my business, I said, my one focus for myself is to be 100% with 21 day fix extreme. It's my first day. And I, I have not been very good with sticking with my programs lately. I want to do this challenge and prove to myself that I can do it. So I said, number one, you know, for me is to stick with this program. And number two, I want to go through my inbox because I haven't been, you know, uh, tending to my messages lately with being out of town with uh, Texas. So, you know, we, we text each other and it's so, it's so great to like, you know, check in at the end of the day and say, yes, I checked that thing off. I got it done. You know what I mean? So that's something that we've been doing recently, but really I think that any sort of like, you know, weekly check-in with each other to keep each other accountable is important. Um, you know, we talk to each other pretty much every day, obviously. But, um, you know, we've just, we've been doing that since the beginning. Because like I said, we're both working towards the same place. And I really think that having somebody like that to help you is just, it's, it's like two heads are better than one, right? You know what I mean? Like it's somebody to bounce ideas off of and help give you motivation when you don't have it. You can give motivation to that other person when they don't have it. You know what I mean? So anyways, we can go on and on about that, but I'll leave it there. Um, okay, next question. Um, let's see. What helped you get out of your own way when all those fears kept flooding your brain in the beginning? Yeah, you guys, I mean, I totally had fears. You know, I talked about, you know, my inability to reach out to people about coaching. I would get sweaty palms. I always say it. Um, I was really afraid. And I think just like anything, it's outside of your comfort zone. A lot of things in this business are outside of your comfort zone. But just know that that means that it's growth. Because if you're in your comfort zone, you're not growing. And if you're out of it, it means you are growing. And I kind of had to embrace that from the beginning and realize that, okay, this feels awkward and weird for me because it's new and it's growth, right? Like even when, you know, it, it's a really great um, analogy when we have real growing pains, right? Like you got that achy feeling in your body, right? It hurts. Same thing. It hurts. You're stretching yourself. It's going to be it's going to feel weird. It's going to be scary. You're going to have fear. You're going to have doubts, you know, but just know that that means you're doing something right. Okay. That's like an indicator that you're going the right direction when it's freaking you out. And I think that that's something that I just embraced. I knew that if it made me scared, if it made me feel uncomfortable, I had to do it. Right. Because I knew that that's what's going to make me be a better coach because it's going to help me learn and grow. And honestly, I know you're going to probably be like, Oh God, but personal development, Personal development, seriously, like that has been the number one thing to help me with my fears, my belief, my doubts, like all of those negative feelings that we all feel, you know, everybody struggles with this business, you guys, like I am not immune to it. I just do a lot of personal development. 
that's what's helped build my, my immunity to all that kind of stuff. Um, and now, like I said, I'm to the point where if there's something that I don't want to do, I immediately, if it, if it freaks me out, I think about that for five seconds and then I'm like, well, that means I got to do it. So you got to just embrace it and know that per consistent personal development is what's really going to help you um, move forward with that. Okay. Um, I'm seeing some chat box questions. Let me see. Um, were you able to work during your job? You guys, um, honestly, I wasn't supposed to, but I did sometimes. Um, but mostly I did it on my breaks. Um, and if I was really slow at work or was able to make it work where I would work on beach work, work on my beach body stuff, I did. But I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't recommend that. I mean, that's kind of bad, right? Working your business on your other company's time. I wouldn't recommend that. I'm bad. That's bad. Um, but I did do it on my breaks. And I was not afraid of working on my business during my breaks that I had for myself. That's what I worked on. My lunch breaks. My, my 15 minute breaks, I would shoot in, like work on a couple posts or something like that, check in with my challenge groups, whatever I, I could do. Um, but I definitely um, utilize that time during my job for sure. Um, how many hours a day do you work and do you have a specific work schedule? Um, I would say, honestly, you guys, I probably work on average right now as a full-time coach, like four to six hours a day. Like that's a good day probably. Um, and, you know, I don't have one set schedule because that doesn't work for me. I tried that. Um, I, I honestly, time management is still something that I'm really working on. But, um, one thing that I found out that works really well for me is if I work in small, like one hour chunks, you know, like, I think I was just so programmed for like my entire life that I needed to work like seven 30 to 12, take a one hour break and then work, you know, one to four 30 or whenever. And like, really that doesn't work very well for me because no wonder I would zone out so much and get bored at work and hate my life. Right. Like, I don't know. I can't focus for that long. So now that I'm my own boss and I don't have to worry about that, I work how I want to. I tried to do that whole like, you know, long chunks of time. I was like, wait a minute. I don't, I, I don't work well like this. So now um, I work like one hour at a time. I take a little break. Another hour, take a break. Another hour, you know what I mean? And sometimes I take longer breaks. Sometimes I take short, shorter ones. It really depends. But, um, but that's really how I work. And I don't really have a specific schedule now. But, um, but yeah. Good question. Good question. I think somebody else asked me about personal development recommendations um, in my team page. Hold on. My computer screen. Let me see. Um, yes. One of my favorite PD, PD books and why. Um, okay. So right now, okay, well, anything John Maxwell, it blows my mind, um, especially if you're working on your leadership skills. Um, like if you're Diamond Coach or even Emerald and you're building to diamond and you're working on leadership in any way. Um, I love all John Maxwell books, 21 irrefutable laws of leadership for sure helped me learn um, a lot about a lot, a lot about leadership. And then good leaders ask great questions from John Maxwell as well. Um, that one is one of my favorites. Um, the, the four agreements, you guys have been hearing us like talk about that so much since the diamond retreat, but man, you guys, that's a game changer. Um, you know, I've been reading that. I actually read it and I'm on my second time through reading it because it was that good. It's really short, only like 120 pages or something. And the type is pretty big. Um, but man, like that is just a really great book that just helped me so much with dealing with, um, you know, like people that, you know, talk to me or, or have certain things to say about you, right? Like things that those negative people in your life who, um, maybe you feel like, I don't know. You all know, you all have those people in your life, maybe who like talk shit about what you're doing with each body or think you're stupid or whatever. You take things personally too much and whatever. Um, it's called the four agreements. 
Um, but I don't know. It's just, it's a really great one. It's really been helping me so much. And I, I love that one. Um, another one that I'm reading right now, this one I really love as well. It's called The Desire Map by Danielle Laporte. I think is her name, Danielle Laporte. I really am loving this one. Um, this one's a lot about like goals and, you know, figuring out what it is that you really want to make happen in your life. Um, so if you're somebody maybe who's struggling with setting goals or figuring out what your why is, um, or, you know, really digging deep with figuring that out, maybe you have like a really surface level why, and it's not really something that, you know, is, is like really, really, um, helping, you know what I mean? Like, like you need that deep why you guys know what I mean? Like that why that really, um, helps push you in your business. If you feel like you don't really have a clear vision or really know where it is that you're working towards or what your goal should be. I really think you should get this one, the desire map. Um, but along with that, I would say No Excuses by Brian Tracy. That's one of my favorites. Of course, the 10X rule. Um, the 10X rule is amazing. If you need some fire lit under your butt, like listen to the 10X rule on audio. Um, it's by Grant Cardone. That's the, uh, Josh Coates talks about it all the time. That's one of my favorites. Um, and the slide edge, too. That is another one that just for those of you who maybe are seeing or just getting started with this, or maybe you're frustrated and your business isn't growing the way that you want or whatever, um, the slight edge is really a great one and it just helps me in knowing that consistency and just making sure I show up every day and giving this time, all of that. You know what I mean? It helps me um, remember those things. And I don't know, I, I just think that that is one of my favorites as well. I know that Amy Silverman said that, that was like the game changer personal development book for her too. So. Um, I know there's some Amy Silverman girl, girl, uh, fan girls on this call. So, um, slight edge, one of my favorites too. So good question. Okay. So let's go through this. Let me see. Um, how do you really get someone to sign up for the discount as a coach instead of just a customer? Okay. So this is a great question. You guys actually have this. Um, it's very, very, very simple. I have, when, when I'm talking to somebody about getting set up with a challenge group, and you know, I go through my process, I ask them about their goals, you know, how's their nutrition, how's their fitness, blah, 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 blah. I make a recommendation. I really think the 21 day fix would be great for you because you said you're struggling with the portion. Here's a video that I have for it. You know, take a look, let me know what you think, blah, blah, blah. They come back and tell me, yes, this looks great. Um, and I talk to them and I say, awesome, here's the details about my challenge group. I um, also send them some before and afters from my team so that they can see what to expect from the 21 day fix just to give it a little bit more of a punch so they can see some real people um, getting results. Uh, by the way, I, I feel like some people didn't know about that extra little step. I think that that's really important in the step of um, like stealing the deal with people. I say, also, let me throw in some before and afters in my team so you can see what to expect with this program. And they love that. Um, so, so I send those along and they say, yes, I'm in. Um, you know, even though I tell them it's 140 and then this is what I do. I say, awesome. Let's get you signed up girl. So we have two options when it comes to signing up for the challenge. Number one, you can be a discount coach. This is, uh, you get 25% off the programs. Um, you, uh, pay a monthly $16 fee. It's kind of like a monthly like Costco membership. Um, and you get, you know, if you refer three of your friends to this, you get your, um, Shakeology or whatever for free. I can send you guys what exactly what my, my script is, by the way, I'm just remembering this off the top of my head. Um, but then I say option two, you can sign up as a challenge customer. There's no monthly fee, but you're not able to, um, refer anybody if they are, are interested in getting signed up or something, whatever, which option sounds best to you. Also, I want to know which Shakeology flavor you want to get. And I share my spiel about Shakeology. 
let me know about which options you want to go with and I'll send you the enrollment email. That's all that I do. I ask them, do you want to sign up? There's a discount coach option and there's a challenge customer option. And a lot of times people are like, yeah, I want the discount coach. Boom. I sign up a discount coach like without even doing anything. All I did is send them the message and give them the option. So really that's like the best way that the easiest way that I sign up, sign up discount coaches. Um, but really the other, the other way that I offer um, the discount, the only other time really that I offer the discount is if I'm talking to somebody and um, sharing. Yes, I will post that script um, for both team pages. Yes. Let me actually write this down before I forget because I don't want to say I'm going to do all these things and then forget. Um, but hold on. Hold on, guys. Okay. Um, but the other thing I was going to say about discount coaching is um, that I bring it up to people if they give me a money objection. If people say that, oh, I can't do that, I don't have enough money, I say, hey, have you ever considered doing what I do and like being a coach? You get 25% off on the products and you also get the opportunity to refer friends and get your costs covered. I don't know. It sounds like it could be a good option for you, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Um, I, I offer that to people and I think that that works the best way too. But really, like, I've really tried to, like, steer clear of, you know, presenting the coaching opportunity with the discount. Just like Janelle Summer said on the National Wake Up Call. If you guys haven't listened to that, make sure you do it. But leading with the business opportunity, not just a discount. Like, hey, I think you'd be a great coach. Like, you get 25% off. What do you think? Like, that, wouldn't that be cool if you get 25% off your programs and products? Like, you know what I mean? Like, make sure you're not offering it that way is kind of what I'm trying to say. Um, but I definitely still op offer it to people. If someone's going to sign up with a challenger uh, as a challenger, then I might as well like, you know, offer them the coaching opportunity. Why not? Um, if they're already going to be investing $140 or whatever into a challenge pack, it doesn't cost any more. Um, so I just, I let them know they're saving money moving forward if they're continuing in Shakeology. You know what I mean? So that's really the only time that I offer it is if somebody's committed to a challenge group and um, I just ask them what option they want to go with. But yes, I will share the script that I send for that um, with you guys. So uh, let me see. Oh, I saw a like page question. So I'm going to be creating my like page this week. Is there anything in particular um, I should know before doing it? I know, but uh, anything specific I should be posting besides my own journey? So you guys, like, I'm not the like page expert. I will tell you that right now. Like, I am, I am going to admit that I am not a like page expert. I would um, look to Lauren for anything like page specific. She has a really great call about like pages that she did. Like a, it was a team call, I think a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago that she did um, all about like pages and kind of how to determine, you know, what to do with it. Um, you know, when to go all in with your like page, all that kind of stuff. So I would definitely watch that and Sarah try um, our up, upline coach. She also um, has a great video about like pages as well. It's a little bit different. I watched both of them. Um, and they, some of their stuff overlaps, but some of it's different. So they are both the ones that have really been doing the like page thing a lot more and getting a lot more success with that. So I would say check out those videos because that's going to help you a ton. But really when it comes to me and my like page, I haven't been posting any differently than I would on my personal page. It's the same stuff. So um, just like kind of actually answered the question that you asked. Um, but me personally, I post the same stuff that I do. I post about my health and fitness, of course. Um, but I also share about me, you know, things going on in my life, um, you know, whatever, you know, all the regular stuff that we talk about when it comes to posting on social media. So um, I don't think it should be really any different from your personal page, really, because that's what you're, what, that's what you're sharing. Your page is you, it, you're, you're branding yourself. So just share you and yourself and your journey and all that stuff. 
but I just wanted to do a plug for Lauren and Sarah because I'm not the light page expert in any way. <laughs> um, okay, so let me go back to here. So let's see. What kept you going on those days where you literally felt so overwhelmed by either outside life things, your job before coaching, seeing other coaches advance quicker than you, the business, and the amount of information given? Sometimes walls feel like they're closing in, so curious what keeps you going to stay out of those. Um, girl, just know, oh God, I feel, I told you at the beginning of this call, that's something that I still struggle with, um, being overwhelmed with a lot of stuff. And really, um, Lauren always tells me this. She says, Alexa, overwhelm is a choice. And so whenever she, I, I, I get overwhelmed, I have to like sit and tell myself that this is a choice. I don't have to feel this way. Um, one of the things that I think because I have been stressing myself out so much and being overwhelmed is realizing and coming to the conclusion and being at peace with the fact that we are not going to be able to get everything done today. Like I said, or I think I said this earlier. Um, I am somebody who was like, when I didn't get everything checked off my to-do list, I felt like I didn't even get anything done. When really I should be like excited about the things that I did check off my to-do list. You know what I mean? Um, so for me, like I said, one of the things that I've been doing is focusing on that one thing. Like I said, I was talking about that Emma and I text each other our one thing and, and just remembering that's my one focus. You know, get my, my regular vital behaviors, your power hour done. But other than that, you know, making sure I get one, just one thing, focus on one thing every day. Because honestly, it's so easy to get overwhelmed by everything that you don't do anything. And that's when you're really in trouble. Because if you're just in a state where you just have so much going on, everything's overwhelming you, you don't even take action on anything, that's, that's not good. So just focus on one thing. So if you're at least doing one thing and then checking one main thing off your list every day, you are moving forward. You are making progress. As far as comparison to other coaches, that is all personal development. Comparison is the thief of joy. That is something that I've learned. You cannot compare yourself to other coaches. Everybody has different circumstances and different situations going on. Like I said, some people have kids. Some people don't. Some people have all time in the world. Some people have five minutes a day. Some people have, um, you know, five billion different family crises going on, and some people have nothing. You know what I mean? You just never know what it is that's going on in somebody else's life or where they were at even before Beachbody. Maybe they did have experience with something similar with another network marketing company, or maybe they are just have been doing personal development for 10 years. So the regular fears that hold a lot of new coaches back, they didn't have that. They just busted through it, right? You can't compare yourself to somebody who's at a, that has different situation than you, basically. You know what I mean? Um, it's hard. I know it's hard, but it's something that you have to be intentional about. Just know that you're comparing yourself to other coaches and other people's success. That's doing nothing but creating neg negativity in your brain that's only going to keep you further from making yourself successful, okay? So that's just something you got to know that personal development, man, that's really the best thing that's helped me with that um, for sure. But really, um, I think that it's just super important to make sure that you're organized, you know, make sure that you have a contact list and make sure you're creating a to-do list for yourself every day or have a, a checklist for your business building activities that you want to get done. You know, if you want to start, you know, 15 new conversations a day, you know, and you want to make sure you do 10 follow-ups a day and, you know, whatever. Write those things out. Make a daily checklist for yourself or put it in an Excel sheet, whatever works for you. But get yourself organized because that's really what's also helped me stay um, less overwhelmed is having a list, working from a list, and, you know, knowing what it is that I got to do. And just, you just know and embrace that this is a process, right? Um, that's actually one of the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership is the law of process and knowing that 
Um, Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither is this business. It's not going to be built in a day. Everything that you want to do isn't going to be, um, you know, achieved this week. And you got to just know that and, and embrace it and just go. If you focus on one thing a day, that's still 30 main things every single month that you're going to be able to check off your list. And that is progress. That's what that's what's important is making progress and moving forward, not trying to get it all done this month. Right. I hope that that makes sense um, and that that helps you guys. Um, I'm seeing some things in the chat box with you. Oh, yeah. Comparison is a thief of joy. When I heard that, I, that was like one of my favorite quotes ever. I, I have to tell myself that sometimes. It's very easy to compare yourself. But like I said, you just it, it's like comparing apples to oranges. You just really don't know what somebody else's situation is. Just because they sign up at the same time as you doesn't mean that you guys are starting at the same starting line. Like I said, they have different situations and circumstances, different amount of time that they can put into this, different skills that they have acquired that are different from yours. You know what I mean? So you just got to embrace that and just know that you are yourself and you are just, you got to work on, on focusing on your journey. You know what I mean? That's all I can say. Um, let me see. Okay. Let me go back to the questions, you guys. Okay. So what made you come back? Jeannie, I saw this question. What made you come back to Beachbody and become such a strong leader? What come back to Beachbody? I've only done Beachbody like once. This is my only time. I don't know what you meant by that. Maybe like retype that question if you meant it some different time uh, or some different way is what I meant to say. Um, but hold on. There's another question. Let me see. Um, how do you send personal invites to the coaching opportunity? I saw on the team page there's a script from Sarah Try, but I was wondering what script you use. Um, yeah, so you guys, like my favorite phrase and things that I like to say when presenting the coaching opportunity is, have you ever considered? Like that's my, my magic phrase that I share. Um, I, I basically start off by sharing, you know, what it is that I think that I, you know, what, what, I, what it is that I see in that person that I see um, coach potential in, right? Or like, you know, you've been killing it on your health and fitness journey, or um, I'm loving seeing your post on your, you know, on your Facebook, you're so positive and motivating, or you've been killing it in our challenge group, I, you know, love all the stuff that you've been sharing with everybody, you've been so encouraging and positive to everybody in the group, or whatever, give them a compliment, give them love, and, and basically share what it is about them that you think they should be a coach, or the reason why you think they should be a coach, and then I say, honestly, girl, have you, I'm just keep it super casual, you guys, like, whenever it comes to invites, I just talk like I'm talking to my best friend, just keep it super casual. I say, honestly, girl, have you ever considered like doing what I do and being a coach? Um, I'm just asking because I really think that you would kill it. You're basically doing what a coach is doing already, just not getting paid for it. Have you ever thought about it before? Like literally that's all that I say when it comes to inviting anybody to coaching. Um, I, I just keep it super casual, super simple. And I always do that. Have you ever considered? Have you ever considered? Magic four words right there. Um, I use it every time. I just think that that's the best way to phrase it because it's like, they say, yes, awesome, cool. Then that means that they're interested in coaching. If they say, no, I haven't considered it. Then you can continue on and share why you think that they would be great as a coach or why you even invited them in the first place. You know what I mean? Or answer any um, questions or um, hesitations or whatever that they might have. You know what I mean? But that's really, that's really all that I do when it comes to inviting people uh, to be a coach. Um, it's just, it's easy, simple. I keep it casual. And if they tell me, like, no, they're not interested, whatever, that's fine. But I think that that's the best way to do it, for sure. Um, let me see some things. Let's see. 
Oh, I, I heard you left for a while. Let's see. No, I haven't left Beachbody. I mean, maybe I've gone into some funks or whatever, if that's what you're talking about. Like, when you get into a funk with your business, I don't know. I'm going to say that's what you mean. But you guys, like, just know if you're in a funk and you feel like everything, like, you just want to, like, retreat from everything and you, like, don't want to, you know, those, those things happen for me. Honestly, like I said, I am not perfect. I am not just always rainbow and sunshine. There's definitely times where I get into, like, you know, a bad, a bad month or, you know, January, like I said, it was a big struggle for me. You know what I mean? Like I have personal stuff going on and it really was affecting my business and my health and fitness sucked. And so that was just bringing me down even more. Um, honestly, and, and, and a lot of times it like, it, I would even like avoid like checking in and plugging in to, to like the team and all that kind of stuff. Cause I was like, man, I just, you know what I mean? Like when you get into that negative, it's, it's like a snowball effect. Like it's, it's not good. And that's why I think that what's help, what helps me so much with getting out of those like down times in our business, because you guys, like I said, I did a whole call um, about the emotional roller coaster of coaching, right? You're going to have the downs, but really what helps me get out of that and helps build my mo motivation and my mo momentum is just doing a lot of personal development and refocusing on that and refocusing on me, me and myself. Um, because when I like fill my bucket, it gives me the motivation to check back in and to start getting going with my business and get going with all that stuff. You know what I mean? So like I sometimes will take an entire day off and just, like I said, focus on reading or listening to personal development. I won't even check into my social media and like, you know, go get a massage or just do something that like makes me happy. You know what I mean? And, um, I, I really think that that's important to make sure that we do that because really it, it is easy to sometimes get into those negative mind spaces and like negative times in our business. And, um, you know, you don't want to want that to snowball out of control to the point where you just don't want to do this anymore and give up. Right. Um, that's never the point that you want to get to. So that's really what helps me, but just know that, you know, everybody has those times. I have those times for sure. Um, but that's what helps me the most with getting out of that. Um, let me see. Oh my gosh, that was the next question. How do you pull yourself out of a really tough period of time where you're not getting any connections for focus or for challenge groups? Just know too that like I get so many no's, you guys. I get so many people that tell me no. It's really easy to get discouraged by that, but just know that, that you've got to use that as your motivation to keep going because no's are really actually a win-win situation um, in my opinion. If somebody tells me no or, or inviting a lot of people and talking to a lot of people is a win-win situation, I should say. Because if they say, yes, I'm in, awesome, cool, that means I'm hitting my goals and helping people. And if they say no, well, that's, that means I'm just adding to my contact list, and that's somebody I can follow up with in the future, which is also going to help me. Because most of the people that I do then check in next month and follow up with end up being the people that commit. So it is a win-win situation, and I just know that, okay, even if I'm getting lots, lots of no's and people are just getting added to my contact list, you just got to keep going. Um, you know, and, and know that, like, for every, you know, yes that you talk to, you know, or every yes that you have some person that commits, um, you're probably going to hear 10 no's. I hear so many no's, you guys. Like, please, don't don't look at the people that are hitting success club and making all these amazing things happen in their business. Um, know that they have a lot of failure and a lot of rejection behind that. A lot of rejection behind that. You know what I mean? So just know that. Um, and it's, sometimes it's hard, hard to see that. Hard, you know what I mean? But, um, but I think that that's the biggest thing that's helped me. Um, just know that you've got to keep on trucking and 10X rule, man. That's when the 10X rule comes into play. Um, you've got to just commit to doing more. Um, to some extent, this business is a numbers game. Like I said, for every 10 people you talk to, 
one of them might commit. So if you're getting those, just do more. Talk to more people, invite more people, follow up with more people. That's all that I can say. It's the only way that you're going to be able to make it happen. You know what I mean? So that's really where it's at. Um, hold on one second. I'm going to yell at my husband to bring me my, um, my charger. I do this every time, guys. Devin, thank you. He's like, I got it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, let me see. Oh, I saw. Should I present the business opportunity to close friends differently than what we're taught? So you guys, like, I mean, you saw me kind of share how I present the business opportunity. I present it as if I'm talking to my close, close friend, even if it's not somebody that I know personally, personally or that I've met, or even that I, um, you know what I mean? Like, if it's somebody that I've just met through social media, I talk to them like they're my best friend. Talk to everybody like that. Like I said, I keep it very casual, and I do the whole, you know, have you ever considered? And if they say yes, and I share it, you know, no, I don't do it any different. I talk to everybody like they're my best friend, whether they're my best friend or not. You know what I mean? And I go through the same process because it doesn't really matter, um, I think, what our relationship is. I want to give people um, the same information. Like I said, I personally like to send my business webinar, my, the business opportunity webinar. Some people like to share the what's coaching video. Some people like to add this peak week if there's one available. You know what I mean? So whatever your, your tool is that you want to use to help um, help share the details of, of coaching. Um, but I, I do that with everybody. doesn't matter if they're my close friend, family, doesn't matter. Maybe if it was like my mom, I'd be like, go ahead and just sign up, please. Actually, I did tell my mom to do that. I was like, you got to just sign up. Sorry. It's, it's what you got to do. Um, but, but really, yeah, no, I, I talk to everybody like they're my best friend. I think that that's also something that has helped me really. I just have com confidence, I think, and just try and just say like, I mean, I, I really, I love the, the fact that I get to make new friends with this business, you guys, you know what I mean? Like I use Sarah Chalubi as my example, shout out to her. I don't know if you're on the call or not, but you know, I met that girl through Instagram and she came to my freaking wedding. Like she's one of my best friends now. And I would have never met her if it weren't through social media and, and having this random chick that I'm just having a random conversation with that I had no idea who she was. You know what I mean? Like, could that person that you start a conversation with end up being one of your best friends? Like, you don't even know. That's what I think about whenever I'm starting conversations. And that's why I'm not afraid of it anymore because it just means that I'm making new friends and meeting new people. Because the friendships that I met, that I've made through coaching, the people that are on this team, you know what I mean? Like, you guys, we, are, we rock. We love each other, right? We're just like this big, you know, love love fest right now but it's the truth you know what i mean i want to add as many people to that as possible and bring as many people into this because it's such a positive you know community you know so i just that's how i talk to people about it and um i think when you have that belief it really comes through in your invites too you know i don't even think of it as like you know my present the business i just think about like talking about what it is that i love and what i do you know what i mean and i just talk about it that casually um in my conversation i don't know if that makes any sense but um, I think, I think I covered most of the questions that you guys posted. Um, let's see. If you guys have anything else that I didn't cover, please let me know. Um, I think I covered most of everything. If I didn't, you guys can comment below. Um, let me just check and see in the chat box. Um, yes, yes, yes. Cool, cool. I'm just looking through the chat box. Right there. Any last minute questions, you guys? Um, I hope that this was helpful for you. Was this helpful? I don't know. I like, I, Lauren did this on her team call a couple of weeks ago and I liked it and I thought that it would be fun for us to do. So hopefully this was helpful for you guys. You can just get anything answered. But if you have anything last minute, don't be afraid. You personally use Google Street. Sorry if somebody already, already asked this. Um, you guys, I don't, I personally don't even really know what Google Street is. I think that's a way of keeping track of your contacts, right? 
Um, but it's that, I think that's, that's how it works. Um, but honestly, no, I, I mean, I do my contact. I don't know what Google Street even really is. I, if you're, if you're referring to a way to keep track of your contacts, though, I do mine on Excel in a Google, um, in a Google Sheet. And I have done that since I was an Emerald coach. It hasn't changed. I've had the same like spreadsheet for the last two, two and almost two and a half years. Um, so yeah, I, that's just what's worked for me, but I know that spreadsheets make some people cringe. So, you know, um, I, honestly, I just think that it, it's up to you and whatever works for you. Um, I think specifically when it comes to like keeping track of your, your people that you're talking to, there's so many different ways you can do it, right? People use Asana or, you know, I use a, a, an Excel sheet. Some people like to do it by hand and just fill it in on a piece of paper or, um, Google streak or whatever. There's so many different ways you can do it. Um, but I just find what works for you, whatever you can say consistently. That's what matters. You know what I'm saying? Whatever system works for you. But, um, I kind of, I don't know if I answered something. No, I don't. No, I don't use Google Street. <laughs> um, have you had times when they say they're interested and when you email them, they don't respond? Oh, people don't respond to me all the time, all the time, like every day. Most of the time people don't respond to me. Uh, you guys, like, that's why, like, when I'm, I don't know if this, what point in the conversation this is, but if I've invited somebody where somebody's come to me specifically and said that they want to join my challenge group or want information, and I respond back to them and they don't say anything, I will follow up four times, up to four times, okay? And you guys know my, my follow-up system. Um, but yes, I will send them a message one week out. If they don't respond to that, I send a message two. If they don't respond to that, I'll send message three. These are all one week apart, by the way. They don't respond to that. I'll send message four. They don't respond to that. I will check up with them in a month. Um, this is just the people that I've invited. If it's somebody that you're just reaching out to to build a relationship with and they don't respond to you, I don't really spend time with that. I mean, if you don't even want to talk to me because I reached out to you about your dog, you know what I mean? Or whatever it is that you reached out to them about, they don't want to respond to that, then don't waste your time. But if it's somebody who said expressed interest or you've gotten to the point where you've invited them to a challenge group, Yes, I follow up with those people whether they respond to me or not. I hope that answers your question, um, Christine. Um, you didn't get my Facebook question about other coaches. Can you type it below, Shaheen? I'm not sure which question you're talking about. Um, let me see. Did I miss anything else, you guys? Hold on, sorry. Type in the chat box if you have anything else. Please. Let me just make sure. I don't know why I am. Okay, how do you weed out the coaches that started following in the beginning? How did you choose the people to friend on both Instagram and Facebook? How do you weed out the coaches that started following in the beginning? I'm not sure what you mean, like people who start conversation. I mean, honestly, you guys, like, it's funny. If you're talking about, like, Instagram specifically, I know a lot of coaches say that they only get coaches following them or whatever. Um, and I think that that has to do, like, when I was first getting started with coaching on Instagram, when I use hashtag clean eating, I wouldn't get all coaches or all reps people coming to me. Like that's just how Facebook and social media has changed. That's why I think it's so important to make sure that we're getting outside of just health and fitness and talking about the other things about our brand that we love and then are part of us. But when, how do you weed out coaches? I, I guess, can you explain that question a little bit better? I don't really know exactly what you mean. Like weed out coaches on Instagram, on Facebook. Like what do you mean? Like trying to figure out who's a coach and who's not. I mean, I guess I just look at the profile and see if they're a coach I don't know um and if they are I don't know I just tell them okay cool glad you're a coach too yay I don't know um what's the second part of that question how do you choose the people to friend on both Instagram and Facebook 
um, the people that I'm building relationships with. You know what I mean? Like if I'm talking to somebody, for, if I'm looking through hashtags on Instagram and I see somebody that I would like to build a relationship with or somebody likes a picture of mine or comments on a picture of mine, I go to their page and see that there's somebody I want to start a conversation with. I'll DM them. You guys, um, I don't know if you've seen Alexis Doss's whole system about how she starts conversations and all that on Instagram, but um, I, I just start a conversation with people and build a relationship. And if I feel like it's going good or I want to invite them, you say, hey, like, do you have, do you have a Facebook? I just like to, you know, see a conversation there or I just like to um, connect with other people that are positive and on their health and fitness journey just to keep myself motivated and accountable. You know, I just ask them um, that way. I guess it just depends um, you know, I, I just build a relationship with people and ask them that way. Um, I found quite a few people on my Facebook page that are coaches, but they must be inactive because they don't really talk about it. I mean, yeah, I, I think it's important to make sure that you're at, I mean, are you adding people? Like, are you looking at people's pages and you're adding them? Are these people adding you that are coaches? Like, I guess, um, yeah, I would just make sure that you would go and look. I look at people's pages every time they ask me something or ask me if, or send me a friend request. Usually, if they're friend requesting me and they're a coach, like they're inactive, they are active in some way. Um, usually, I can tell. But you know what you can do is just you know add them and say like, hey, are you on your health and fitness journey also, um, and or whatever. How did you find my page or whatever? You know, ask them a question, start a conversation. If somebody's adding you that you don't know, um, and you're not sure if they're a coach or not. I mean, that's what I do. But I, I usually am able to tell when I go to people's pages if they're a coach or not. Personally, I don't know. I think it's pretty clear if they're like you know posting about psychology or whatever um but yeah um i hope i don't know if i answered your question or not <laughs> you guys have anything last minute any other last minute things that i can answer for you i don't think i skipped any other questions but if i did i apologize um but i'm glad that this was helpful i think you guys are saying that it was helpful so thank you for all ha hopping on um, if you don't have any other questions, you guys, I'll let you go. Um, but thank you again for getting on um, and for sharing your for sharing your questions and just for participating in these team calls. You know, um, Emma and I always talk about it. You know, having the plugging into these team resources and everything and plugging into these calls is something that can really help you. Um, you know, whether you like take a lot from the calls or not, I just think it's important to connect and um, you know be around the team, whatever. Um, and oh, another thing that I want to add last minute, sorry, before we go, um, you guys, I don't, I think that I don't know if Emma's posted this in team, let your light shine, but the new 60 days to diamond training has been posted in the team triceps training website. Um, and if you haven't checked that out, if you don't know what that's about, basically it's a step-by-step -step guide to help you push your business forward and move forward with your business. So um, if you are a business builder in any way, you want to make some things happen with this business, you're not a hobby coach, you're not a discount coach, um, you're a business builder, you're in this, and you want to make some things happen, you would be dumb, I'm sorry I'm telling you this right now, you'd be a dumb dumb to not do this 60 Days to Diamond training. It is a collaboration for myself, Emma, Lauren Kaliski, um, Brittany Powers, uh, Carly Del Carlo, Josh Coates. Sarah Try, I mean, those are like, there's like, what, three or four elite coaches, two top 10 coaches. I mean, are you kidding me? You don't have to sign up for anything. It's actually on the Team Triceps Training website. And so I'll post that in um, both Let Your Light Shine and in um, Team Fireweight. I'll post it for you guys to so sign up. But um, it, it, you can access it since we're all on Team Triceps. Um, all of us have access to it. But I just had to give a plug for it since it's officially up and running and everything. I haven't shared about it with my team. I don't think Emma shared about it quite yet. 
um, we just want you guys to know about it. This is a really great training. It's really going to help you move your business forward. And um, I really think that you guys should take advantage of this because all the leaders on the team put a lot of work into it. And I really, like I said, I think that you would be crazy, crazy to not do it. So anyways, um, side note, just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your night. Um, yes, you can start anytime. Sorry. Um, it's, it's just a, it's just a, um, like a self-study type thing. You can go through it all at once. You can take it one day at a time. You can do it whenever, like that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, good question. Um, but thank you guys so much for being on and, um, we will see you next week. Um, and I hope you have a great rest of your night. Thanks guys.